It's Benji Cole, son of Al Cole from CBS Radio, welcoming you to another edition of People of Distinction. The talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and successful people on the planet. Run to our website, peopleofdistinction.org, for more info, or you can email me directly at benji at alcoholenterprises.com. And on the line with us today, we have Matthew Adam. We'll be discussing his new book, Lion's Beach, A Beast Fable. Now, guys, just so you're aware, it's not available just yet. It actually just finished the creative process, and it's going to be out hopefully sometime later this year. So definitely be on the lookout at it because this is going to be a book that you definitely don't want to miss out on, okay? Now, Matthew was brought to People of Distinction today by some of the best movers in the business, Authors Press Publishing. If you have a book that you'd like moved, move it through Authors Press. You can find them at AuthorsPress.com. And guys, I'm so excited to have Matthew here on the line because, you know, listen, as I stated, the book's not available yet, but I, listen, I'm so excited already just from the pre-screening call in learning about this book. It is such a fun ride, okay? It's a fictional narrative, you know, and it's a journey that these characters take or, you know, the protagonist takes in the story that you get to embark upon with him. But what I love, and, you know, of course, we always like to try to find how these stories relate back to our human family. And what's great is that the underlying message in Lion's Beach, A Beast Fable, is really, as I stated, you know, the main character is embarking upon a journey. And listen, in the simplest form, that is life, right? I mean, on our path, we all travel along a journey and we all change you know that that journey influences us in different ways and that's the beautiful thing about this you know we get to take this journey with this main character who happens to be a lion and how he goes through these changes upon his journey that way and listen matthew is going to be able to explain this much better than i ever could okay so let's go ahead and let's bring him here on the line with us matthew first and foremost Thank you very much for being a guest with us today on People of Distinction. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. It's it's good to be with you, Mr. Cole. Absolutely. Well, it's it's great to have you here. So, listen, before we jump into the book itself, let's start off. Tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself. Well, with me, I am a first-time writer uh, who has taken a, a large step in preparing a finalized manuscript with a view toward publishing a children's story, something I've always wanted to do. And unfortunately, I can't tell you anymore <laughs> because <laughs> there's nothing more to really say. I have to let the story come forward, of course, and speak for itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's jump right into the story then. Lion's Beach, a beast fable. Of course, we don't want to give too much away to our listening audience. They're going to have to go and get the book themselves. But tell us a little bit about the book. Give us a brief synopsis, please. Yes. Well, Lion's Beach is a beast story. There are no human characters. Everyone is an animal. All the animals are involved. It concerns Leo. Leo, of course, is the king of the beach. He is the great cat, a golden lion. One day, he's met by a challenger who meets him on that sandy shoreline. And from that point, the story begins. This challenges Leo's deep held convictions and brings forth a resolution that reveals itself through the rest of the story. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, you know, learning a little bit more about the, the backdrop, I mean, it's, 
you know, it, it seems pretty straightforward in terms of the title, right? Lions Beach, a beast fable. Now, was were there any other influences that helped you create that particular title for your narrative, uh, or was it just simply that? Of course, it's a, it's about a lion, uh, and you know the the journey that he takes. I mean, tell us how you developed the title for the this narrative. Yes. Well, looking at the story, of course, it all begins and centers on the activity on the beach. Lion, basically, he is king, and this is his territory. Mm-hmm. He lures over that area. With that said, I wondered aloud if, in fact, the title Lion's Beach would be far too abrupt. I decided to add a beast fable because it was a touch of a classical element where you could bring children's stories to the fore that involve animals and, of course, tell a tale. From that point, because it's a dry formal structure written in tetrameter, it is a rhyming story poem. I decided to opt for a beast fable as the full title. From there, I imagine people will get to know it as Lion's Beach. Absolutely. Now, let's go into your inspiration, Matthew. I mean, you know, this this sounds like such a great narrative. And of course, as you stated, it's a children's book. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure... Listen, I'm well into my 30s now by this point, but it sounds just as just as intriguing to me. Uh, now, let's go into your inspiration, not only the inspiration behind creating this particular narrative, but really what inspired you to embark upon this creative journey of being a writer? Many years ago, I suppose, more so than now, in the sense that uh, I'm a little more busy with other things in life and can't give my time to these elements. I used to read voraciously, and I'm returning to that. But of course, you have to go into the world and earn a living. Long story short, just to summarize, I decided to write a story. I had an idea one night, and I wrote it down. And I looked at it, and I gave it some consideration. I thought, you know, I should build on this. Some of the concepts, the lion and what have you, I put into the story and thought, you know, this seems interesting. Where should I take these characters? So I wrote and wrote and edited, wrote and edited, etc., revised, polished, and finally here we are in 2020, and I'm ready to release my first story. I love always asking, you know, I've interviewed so many authors by this point, and I always, being an artist myself, and of course I'm in a different medium, I'm an actor and a filmmaker here based in Los Angeles, but... I always love to ask my authors what their creative inspiration was, really what that spark was that, you know, developed from that initial snowflake into a snowball. But thank you very much for sharing, you know, curiosity just on on my part. Uh, any particular authors uh, that inspired you, Matthew? Well, along the way, I mean, a lot of them, uh, I think of just one off the top of my head when it comes to the formal prose in terms of the style of writing. I think of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Uh, This man wrote a a story many years ago entitled The Song of Hiawatha, which is marvelous. It's epic. It's it's a large adventure. It speaks of the the Indian brave Hiawatha and how he comes to his people. That style and the general subject matter I thought was great. But there are also colorful elements, too. You could look at something like Hans Christian Andersen or, say, Dr. Seuss, Stan and Jan Berenstain, uh, Rupert Bear out of the United Kingdom from mm-hmm. the London Daily Express. All of these characters were a lot of fun. I decided to whittle it down to make something of my own and, of course, hopefully take an element from each of those concepts and develop something that, to me, truly says Matthew Adam. Of course. Now, about this book, and you know, you stated that it was a children's book. 
what inspired you or, or why did you decide to go on this particular journey where you were writing a children's narrative and not a narrative for uh, for adults? Yes, well, I do admit I, I work in the beastly genre because I, I find it somehow it just seems to be enjoyable. I seem to move toward it naturally. I think absorbing so many stories about tales, whether it's Beatrix Potter or you know the stories of Peter Rabbit, Uncle Wiggly, etc., all of these different characters from youth. To me, it only made sense that if I were going to write a story, a children's story, make it fun and produce a lovable character. Mm-hmm. Somehow they just it just flowed. I thought use a line and I worked on other animals and brought different characters in and it just started that way uh, you know writing poems and what for high school many years ago you'd work at different concepts with different animals you can write with people I mean obviously there's there's obviously room for the human elements in literature and maybe one day I'll move toward that but somehow this was on my mind and so I just decided to stick with that concept and just have some fun step into a, a world of children's literature develop something and try to polish it as brightly as possible before releasing it to the public. Yeah. I mean, listen, write what you're passionate about, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of really a a message you want to take into any project that you go into is do what you're passionate about, do what really interests you. And that's ultimately when you're going to find and create the best work. If I may add, no, a touch of levity. Animals are a little bit more fun. Sometimes the human element may offer too much gravity, and I thought, well, you know, you have things you like to say. Use the animalian element. The beast fable is always a fun concept, the allegory. Why not bring it forward? You know, I mean, we're living in 2020. It's the top teacher of the world right now with the pandemics going on across the world. I would just say, why not have some fun? Guys, again, here on the line with Matthew Adam discussing his book, Lion's Beach, A Beast Fable. Now, Following off of that, Matthew, thank you so much thus far. I mean, this is absolutely incredible. Now, you know, the next question that I really would love to 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 go into is, you know, why did you feel that this book needed to be written, right? I mean, we know what inspired you. We know why you embarked upon this journey. We know what the book is about. But why didn't it stay just an idea in your mind, but something that you wanted to take even further and really publish for the public as well? Yes. Well, I looked at it, and I looked at some of the ideas in mind, and of course, drawing from real life, I realized there were some things I'd like to say about life. But of course, uh, obviously, I'm not a, I'm not a pop- politician or a television commentator, if you follow. <laughs> so not having such a background as politics or, or commentary, and I don't wish to be too heavy. I mean, it is a children's story. I thought to myself, for what it's worth, why not get involved in some sort of creative process? and go into the world. Why not write a story in a children's genre that may say something that people may carry with them long after they leave childhood behind? Mm-hmm. This is why I looked at the idea and I thought, this book, for me, I need to write this. This is something my mind wants to work on. I can help direct my own life by publishing such a story and maybe embarking on a children's career of hopefully uh, some quality, substantial uh, level. You know what's great about that answer that you just gave, Matthew, is listen, everybody has a voice, right? Everybody has something to say. And, you know, you kind of comically put, you know, you're not a politician or, you know, a public figure in that way. But I think what's great and what's beautiful about that is, listen, guys, you don't have to be, right? I mean, you have your opinion, you have your voice, and, 
you know, it's really about just taking that initiative, taking that leap of faith. Um, and of course, you did it in a very creative way in the in the narrative that that you've developed. Um, but at the same time, again, it's about your opinion, right? And your overall view and interpretation of life's journey. And I think that there's so much to be taken from that. Uh, what I wanted to say is that with regard to the, uh, the, the idea, with me, it's not that my opinions don't matter, but because I tend to be a more casual, easygoing fellow, mm-hmm. it would actually make more sense to write. So in a children's story, people may discuss them. They needn't be so heavy or heated or tense, but it's worth offering perspective and again you have some fun as well you know it's not uh, you're not here to be you know subjected to hellfire and brimstone courtesy of matthew adam it's it's fun offers a mild literary theater and again there's some perspective there for you they can take them with them and of course there's a lot more to life as well than just one story uh, by myself or a host of people and that's just it i think this is a valuable or a staple brick in the literary wall that is children's literature Wonderfully put. Absolutely. Now, Matthew, listen, as we tie up Lions Beach and really, uh, you know, as we've already stated, I mean, (laughs) listen, this is a remarkable journey and there's so many messages that can be pulled and showcased and related to our own life's journey that we take. And that's beautiful in in its own self. Now, the last question as we tie this up is the one central theme or the one main message that you really want your readers to to be able to get from the book. But our listening audience now, if there's one central message that you really want them to be able to pull from this interview about your story, Lion's Beach, A Beast Fable, what would that message be? Well, without giving away too much, I would have to, uh, I'd have to offer and I have used this term in the story, in, in one tense, if you follow. But I have to use it's the concept of transcendence, learning to move through time. And hopefully you observe some change, but of course you're able to adapt as well, the adaptability. I, I'm, I'm quite pleased. I really am quite pleased with what I've done. However, uh, no, it's a challenge. And that's just it. Life is always a challenge. You know, I, I wonder what happens once the story is out in the market. But it really is a concept of just seeing who you are in a sense of defining yourself and redefining yourself at times. Uh, this can be uh, it can be troublesome or it can be liberating. And of course, I think we all move toward joy rather than sorrow. So it, it, it was a lot of fun to read. And of course, the only way to really make full sense of my hopefully less than complex answer is, of course, to read the story. absolutely there it is of course yeah now perfect segue thank you very much for that perfect segue into the next question is really what does success look like to you you know pertaining to your book what what do you think that a successful turnout would be for this well i guess in a figurative sense uh, i'll use the, the the concept of a tidal wave i think you'll have a small ripple that hopefully builds into a more powerful current and at some point, they'll touch down on uh, a mainland establishment. And maybe in my wildest dreams, what I wondered, I would love to be able to see two copies of my book in every children's library across North America. Maybe one is being read in-house, someone else is taking the other one home to read it on their own. To me, I would be thrilled. I always enjoyed that when I was a boy, taking books from the library or going to the library for a day and spending a number of hours reading different 
uh, stories, tales, etc. The different uh, subjects and topic headings, you know, for the children's division, and of course later in the the adult sections of the library. That's what I like to do. I want to contribute to that. Fantastic. You know, listen, just <laughs> quick pause. Yeah, I loved the the imagery that you used talking about your book and how it would start off as a ripple developing into a tidal wave that way the imagery was fantastic so whether this is your first book uh and your only book or you continue on this journey listen man you definitely have a lot of talent and this has been showcased so far with this interview well i i certainly hope so Benji. not to be rude but i uh i uh I guess what it is, I don't wish to overtalk, but I don't wish to be too wooden or stiff on this end. I wish to give you something, and you know, it's fun to add some color. This is half fun, and this is one of the joys of writing, creating Absolutely. different worlds and thematic stamps and bringing in imagery and what have you. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when Lion's Beach is released later this year. Yes, sir. Well, guys, there you have it once again here on the line with Matthew Adam. We just finished discussing his book, Lion's Beach, A Beast Fable. Again, going to be released, as he just stated, later this year. So definitely be on the lookout for it. You will not be disappointed. It's a children's book, but definitely has something to offer for all ages. So whether you have kids or you know someone that has children, you definitely, I mean, this is the perfect gift. You definitely will not be disappointed by purchasing lion's beach a beast fable take the journey with the main character take the journey with your children and really just enjoy the ride that matthew adam has set out for us matthew thank you so much for being a guest with us on people of distinction and bringing this book to our table we truly appreciated it oh yes well you're welcome Benji. it's been a real privilege it's a real thrill for me to be on your program